God's design, peace. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church. We're glad you have tuned in today for this um, episode. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host and I am joined by Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hi. <laughs> Hi to you too. <laughs> glad to be back for another episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, as we continue on in God's design, as we lead up to Advent, only one or two weeks, yes? Yeah, after this, there will be um, another one, and then, yeah, we'll be right in the heart of Advent. Cool. So, yeah, we'll be going through a um, little sneak peek. This series is called um, Jesus Brings, and um, ah. it's going to be a really awesome Advent season uh, for podcasts and just be able to go through and talk about um, all leading up to, you know, the birth of Jesus, and yeah, it's going to be a really, really good time to go through. Awesome. Good. Glad to hear it. So today we are talking about peace. Yeah, you peace. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah, peace is this weird, crazy thing that we love to throw out there, but do we really know what it means? Do we really understand what it means? We love peace. We, we love, love peace. We love peace and quiet. We love peace and harmony. We love something peaceful. It's hard to be upset in a peaceful moment. But but do people actually know what true peace is? Well, because I don't think so. We we label not. peace in different things. You know. Yeah. I would say you can go. Many years ago, you could say peace. Well, that's just the absence of war. Yes, that's the most common absence. Absence of, of violence. Absence. Yeah. Or peace is you know where you can sit and have your coffee and you not do anything and just nobody kinda wants you relax. Yeah. But. That's not peace. That's that's comfort. Oh. So I think what we have to do is we have to figure out what is comfort and what is peace and kind of distinguish Separate what, what peace really is yeah. and um, where our justification for peace comes from. Um, because we live in a world today where many of our youth are very active in this sense where they want to pursue this idea of having peace where all people can kind of agree and to be together in harmony yeah these things so it's really important to kind of break down peace also in a biblical sense so that we can understand that greater um so as we just said you know peace is not just something that comes after war or is something that is absent of war it's something much different mm -hmm. and i think second corinthians verse 13 actually says this really well and this is uh sorry this is Corinthians, Second Corinthians 13, verse 11. And it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Mm. It's saying to the people to be together. It's saying yeah. to them that they actually need to work together and to live together and to live out this idea of peace. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we know and read in this that the God that we serve is one of love and of peace, mm -hmm. not one of anger and trite and mm -hmm. just trying to cause chaos, but rather one of love and peace, one that wants to comfort and to share in rejoicing yeah. and just really seeing his people come together. I think that's something we really see in um, that verse from Second Corinthians. And I think this verse is important in our world today because we live in a world that is peace and trying to figure out what is peace. And, you know, thing is, everyone has their own truth. Mm -hmm. Like, we all have different truths. I know. I notice in youth group when you say something from the Bible, it's like, this is what we see in truth. And they're like, but that's your opinion of truth. 
<laughs> it's not my opinion of truth. And it's like, okay, so what really is that truth that we have in our world today? When I, I think peace is one of the things we need to be clear on. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy for, if we are to muddy the waters of peace, how quickly does peace turn into, say, cancel culture? Turn into, say, people... Just oh, yeah. completely disagreeing and hating well, on each other and just because like we said earlier peace like we said peace isn't the absence of something but i think what part of what this verse is saying is it's the presence of god mm-hmm. really you know it's the presence of god yeah. knowing that god is In the god lives. of love and peace yeah it's his yeah. presence so I think that's why when you, you were saying cancel culture, I think that you want some peace in your life, delete those negative people from social media. That will bring you peace. Cancel them. You know, do something. Get rid of mm-hmm. this to... But look at what Second Corinthians says. Strive for full restoration. <laughs> that's the opposite of cancel culture. Yeah. It's saying don't just cut these people out of your lives, but rather work with them encourage one another imagine encouragement today on the internet Mm. when do you see actual encouragement well not as often as you see conflict what is it there's um someone said that for every negative thought you need 11 positive thoughts or something around there interesting yeah i'm probably saying that wrong but um but it's the same in our that's that's how our brains work you know, if you have one really negative thing, it takes many positive things to really come out of that. Mm-hmm. And that's because our brain actually can't comprehend negative things. It's not meant to comprehend negative things. Mm-hmm. We were made and created in a way where we were meant to be able to focus on the peaceful, the positive things. So when a negative thing sticks in your head, that's why it takes so long and so many positive things to really drag you out of that hole. Yeah. Because our brains just struggle with it. So imagine, just imagine if you were able to go on the internet and you were just to see peaceful, encouraging mm. things where it wasn't people tearing each other down. Because let's be honest, when we see people tearing each other down on the internet, even if we're like, oh, I think that person deserved part of what they're getting, there's still part of us that's kind of like, you got to feel for someone here. Yeah. Like, even a little bit. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's someone's life. That's a human being. Yeah. And we're treating them like they are nothing yeah but behind the keyboard you're so oh you're so strong right like um dissociate the person from the the post that you're commenting on or Mm -hmm. the you know whatever it is you're commenting on or reading yeah um it's easier to dissociate that than like a lot of things and i'm certain i'm guilty of it too but you type something and you would never say that to them in person but when you type it out, it's easier just to let your fingers fly over the keyboard and... Yep, it's easy because yeah. when you press that send, you're anonymous, essentially. Yeah. No one's going to trace you back and like yeah. all these things. Like I remember growing up playing video games, <laughs> being in lobbies for mm-hmm. video games, and there was open chat. Uh, so everyone could hear each other. You could talk to each other. It's the scariest place of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the people, things people would say, yeah. it's because they know they were, they were fine. They were yeah. protected. You always get that one person who was like, I know where you live. And it's like, well, no, you don't. But <laughs> but that's that's what it was like growing up. That's why I, I know many people who say kids today couldn't survive in our video game lobbies today, like back then. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like you're kind of right. Because I know many things that were said back then. If they were said today on a video game, you're instantly gone. Oh, wow. Like banned mm. from the game for life. Yeah. And that's that's the way it was partially growing up. And you're like, what the heck? (laughs) But 
but just imagine the ability to be able to know what the truth of peace is being able to see that being lived out that's something mm-hmm. really important and now you're probably like well what really is the yeah. truth of peace right yeah so <clears throat> i think the truth of peace actually comes um from one single word do you have like if you were to think of a word to describe peace what would you use oh like quiet pops to mind for me quiet yeah, yeah. quiet or just um tranquility that sort of thing pops to mind. Why? What pops to mind for you? For me, what always pops in my mind for peace, kind of was similar, like quiet, kind of restful, restful, yeah. that kind of an idea. Um, but I think I think we're I think we're both equally right now. But I think there's something more to it. Yeah. So I th- I think true peace, I think is actually defined by the Hebrew word shalom. Mm-hmm. Shalom, yeah. and you've probably heard this before if you grew yep. up in church. You've heard shalom. So this is the definition of shalom. So shalom is a Hebrew word meaning peace, harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility. And actually, it can be used to say hello and goodbye. It, ha- mm-hmm. it has that ability. Um, the idea of shalom has so much power in it to mean peace. Yeah. Because... I think it I think it really is the true design for God's peace. That's God's design for peace. It is shalom. Mm-hmm. And I just want to look back at the verse we just did. Mm-hmm. The second Corinthians thirteen verse eleven. And it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for restoration, full restoration, encourage one another, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Mm-hmm. Let's just change the first peace. Live in shalom. Live in Harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, the welfare, tranquility. Like, that's not in our definition of peace. No, no, it's not. But imagine if we were able to live out that idea of peace where mm. live in wholeness and completeness. Harmony, and the, yeah. Shalom comes from God. Because if look at the next part of that. It says, and the God of love and peace the god of shalom Mm -hmm. one that is of completeness what is of wholeness one that is of harmony and peace and welfare and tranquility god is one that is has the full completeness has the full harmony has the full wholeness Mm -hmm. that we can live in but the fact is this is actually saying to live within god yeah. This isn't saying is. to, you know, live in this idea, but it's saying to live within God. That's what Shalom is actually saying. To live within God, to live within his presence, his completeness, his wholeness, his tranquility, his prosperity, to live in all of that mm-hmm. and to know that it comes from God. See, I think this idea of peace changes our world because if th- this idea of peace would, that's a radical thinking of peace. Yeah. Because like you said, our peace is found in comfort now. Yeah. When really, comfort's not in here. <laughs> it doesn't say comfort. So peace can be uncomfortable? Peace is that what can you're be saying? uncomfortable. Hmm. Peace is not always comfortable, just like faith is not always comfortable. Yeah. And love's not always comfortable. Exactly. But we Oy. love the idea of it. Yeah, we do. And I think what it honestly takes is for us to take off these blinders that we have around peace and comfort and this consumeristic way that we view things and to really view it in its definition like shalom i think is a perfect definition of peace yeah like saying those words 
I think anyone listening to this could be like, no, that is that that is full. Like you know when you you feel words and you hear them, you're like, you you can kind of almost imagine, yeah, that has full meaning to it. That is like that's not like the best meaning. Yeah, shalom gives that meal. Like, even saying it, you can feel it. Yeah, it has that that it level that meaning. It, it yeah. does. It has power to it. Mm-hmm. So how do we live in God's peace, shalom, during like crazy times, during exams, during yeah. stressful times, during all the junk we have going on other times how do we do that i think ultimately no one's gonna like this but i think just the ability to actually try for it to strive for it make it a conscious thing to actually say no i'm gonna i'm gonna strive for it maybe that's spending more time with god because it is saying in this verse you know to live in peace that is to Mm -hmm. live within god that means you like to strive for that to communicate with him to talk with him not just say all right, I'm super, too much to do, can't focus on God right now. No, that's our times when we're meant to. Mm-hmm. To lean on him. When we feel yeah. like we have no time at all, that's when we lean on him. Mm-hmm. When we feel like we are empty and burnt out, that's when we lean on him. Because that's the times where we need it the most. And that's the time God is carrying us. So the fact that even though in our hardest times, say it's exam season, say it's stress season, where we're just yep. like, I'm burnt out, I'm done, yeah. I'm finished. God's carrying us in those times. And the fact that if we're able to lean on him even more, I say, all right, let me focus in on you. He's already he's already focusing in on us. Yeah. Now imagine like it's like having a conversation. The conversation we're having now. Mm-hmm. If it was only me talking the entire time and Julie just sat there and just said, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And just said, All right, great podcast. Thought hope you guys had great thoughts. Mm-hmm. There's no interaction. <laughs> no, no, thank you're you. Right. There's no interaction. <laughs> But since, no, there's interaction. It's a two-way street. Yep. So is leaning on God. The fact that God is carrying us. So God's carrying us. We also need to lean on God as well. Because we're fighting that. If we're like, no, I don't, I can do this myself. I can do this myself. No, lean on God. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier to lean and be carried than it is to struggle. Alone, yeah. The struggle alone. And I think that's something we need to do is to just physically try Mm-hmm. just tell ourselves no i'm gonna do this will it be easy i we had a youth ask this um last tuesday um they said you know how do i hear god's voice or have you ever heard god's voice and what if i'm just not feeling his presence right now yeah and i said well presence is a tricky thing because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't realize god's presence in our life till a year later and we just say wow he was he was there. It's in it's in hindsight that we can see it's some in of hindsight those things that we can clearly. See it. Yeah, or just like the poem, and you spoke about the poem um, in the summer when you spoke when you oh, yeah, talked yeah. about the footprints poem. You Sometimes you you're like, I'm alone. I don't I don't see God. I don't feel God. I only saw one set of footprints, and it's like, well, no, he was carrying you. Yeah, and you were just so you just couldn't see it at the time. It's it's one of those crazy things where I didn't understand it fully when I became a Christian. Yeah. Just like people always told me like, oh, you got to gotta dive into your prayer, dive into your prayer life. And I was like, okay, like I, I prayed to God and I was like, okay, like I'm not seeing anything, like nothing. <laughs> I never yeah. fully understood why do we, why do I have to pray if I'm not seeing any results? And I was blown away when I started to see the things actually happening. And I was like, yeah. kind of stop. And I'm like, where where is this coming from? Why is all this stuff? And I remember my prayers and I'm just like, like flabbergasted. I was just like, yeah. 
Well, the other thing is, right? and you talked about this too, what are we praying for? Like, are we asking God, God, can I have yeah. this? Can I have that? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh, God didn't answer my prayer because I don't have this and that. Well, what are you praying for? Yeah. And so I think like it comes down to in times where we are without peace, live in peace then. Mm -hmm. Live within the spirit of God that we are able to feel that sense of peace, that we are able to feel that sense of harmony and wholeness and completeness. And we may not feel it right away. Those things take time. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just want to encourage, you know, those who are listening that it's something really important. That kind of, we, I guess I really only had one real point to this because my other point is walking with God in, you know, this journey of peace. It takes time. But ultimately, it's, it's living inside that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a consistency to be able to keep doing that and to be able to, even when times get harder and harder, to keep turning to God and praying for that. That's what we talked about in, you know, our, our faith episode last week mm-hmm. and i think it's something really important now we have two other verses that we're going to look at and i think are really important just to finish up and close kind of thing yeah this is philippians 4 verse 6 mm-hmm. well, that's and one of my favorites yeah do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god you know th- this also speaks of peace mm-hmm. don't be anxious Peace, like anxious, the officer of peace. My goodness. Yeah, that's for sure. And to actually go from there and be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live in this shalom idea, this peace idea, where I can petition to God, where I can talk to Him, where I can mm-hmm. stop the outside noise and just focus in. That's something so important, just stopping the outside noise. Yeah. <clears throat> but there's also Matthew five verse nine, and it said, "Blessed are the peacemakers." For they will be called the children of God. Peacemakers, the one that seek peace, <laughs> the one that the ones that go out and they choose to live in this idea of peace, to choose to say, "I see what the world has to offer, but that's not what I want." But what I want is to live in this shalom lifestyle, yeah, and this godly lifestyle where I I live in. His harmony and his wholeness and completeness and his tranquility. Mm. Sounds so, like a nice place to be. It sounds like a nice it place does. to be. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just think this is one of those things where this comes into our main point, which I didn't share at the beginning. But the fact is God wants to encompass us in peace, in shalom. Mm-hmm. And I just want to leave us with that, that he just wants to encompass us and that he just wants to surround us and just wants to embrace us in that thank you very much pastor wes um pastor wes would love to hear from you if you're tuning into this episode please feel welcome to send him a quick email um his email address is wes at waynefleetbic.com and if you'd like to get in touch with me my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you again next week have a great week shalom